Hello, and welcome to Next Generation Behavioral Health. 10-minute tips for modernizing patient care. I'm Dr. Christina Armstrong. And I'm Dr. Julie Kidd. Today, we're talking about technologies to support treatments for depression. So, Julie, let's talk first about the scope of the problem of depression. Okay, and we are going to get into lots of specific apps and other technology later, right? That's right. Yep, that's probably what people came to hear. So we'll definitely get to all that good stuff. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, the scope is huge. I mean, we know in the civilian population that depression is one of the most common behavioral health complaints. Mm -hmm. But what about in military and veterans? Military is a huge issue as well. So we know in the civilian population, it's about 7% of the U.S., has had a major depressive episode in the past year. And in the military, it's about the same for folks before they've deployed. Once Mm. deployed, we see um, rates increasing to about 12%. And then when people come back from deployment, rates are about the same, about 13%. How about rates in veterans? It's much higher. It's about 20%. And part of that could be accounted for by our veterans are older. And we know that as people increase in age, for some populations, incidence of depression increases too. Right. We're definitely talking about a topic here that any behavioral health provider you're going to see all the time, of course. But Other clinicians who aren't specifically behavioral health providers, general practitioners out there, family practice, you're going to see a lot of depression coming in. Although it might at first look like just a sleep problem or just stress, depression could certainly be a part of it. And so that's part of why we want to make sure you're aware of some of the evidence-based technology to support your treatment. The great news is there are a lot of really great evidence-based treatments that we know work, both Mm -hmm. pharmaceutical, although we are clinical psychologists, so we are not going to discuss pharmaceutical-based treatments here. However, um, Julie, can you tell us some of the behavioral health um, treatments that we know work for depression? Sure. So yeah, the good news, cognitive behavioral therapy we know is absolutely effective. Not 100% of the time, none of these treatments are, but it's a good solid treatment that would definitely be your first course of action. And I'll just really quickly list a few others, acceptance and commitment therapy, other kinds of behavioral therapy, behavioral activation, interpersonal therapy, mindfulness-based cognitive therapy, and also problem-solving therapy, which is kind of a newcomer to the block, but I know we use it a lot in the military health system. Part of what we do is take these evidence-based treatments that we know work, and we create technologies to support the delivery of these treatments. So they're not meant to be used by themselves. That's right. Yeah. So none of these technology tools that we're going to talk about are meant to diagnose or treat on their own. Only a licensed clinical provider can can diagnose or treat. But one cool thing about all the technology we're going to mention is that it does help an individual kind of dip their toe in the water. It'll give some information about the behavioral health complaints. In this case, today we're talking about depression. It's certainly not going to harm someone to pick up one of these apps and flip through it and look at it and see, hmm, does this make sense? Does this fit me? And sometimes that can be the first step before seeking help from a provider. Let's talk about some of the mobile health tools that have been developed to support the delivery of these treatments. I know in a lot of the our past episodes, we've talked a lot about virtual Hope Box. 
we talked about the randomized control trial that was published last year on it. So that is one. And that one is based on cognitive behavioral treatment. That's right. You have the virtual hope box. And for this app and all the other technology we're going to mention, of course, the links are in our show notes and Mm -hmm. online. So the virtual hope box, again, it's based on the traditional hope box treatment where you get a box and fill it with reminders for living, reminders that will elevate your mood. One of the really neat features of the app is coping cards. And this is something that you can do with a provider. We use it in group treatment here, and it helps you actually walk through some of those cognitive behavioral tools. And not only does it integrate the coping cards, but it has the relaxation techniques embedded in there too. And so diaphragmatic breathing, progressive muscle relaxation, mindfulness, meditation. It's really just a fantastic collection of uh, techniques that are based on cognitive behavioral therapy. Let's talk about the other ones. A couple of the VA ones are ACT Coach, based on acceptance and commitment therapy. We also have CPT Coach for cognitive processing therapy. And a brand new one, which I am just uh, thrilled about, is called STAIR Coach, S-T-A-I-R Coach. And that's for skills training and effective regulation, which is an evidence-based psychotherapy for emotion regulation and relationship issues. Um, Another coach one is Mood Coach. And so this has all the features all wrapped up together and helps the provider and the patient work together through coping with mood. It's a good general coping app. And what I like about all the VA coach apps is that it can, again, help the patient dip their toe in and see, hmm, this one really appeals to me, or these exercises make sense. Because we know they're not one size fits all. And just like finding the right provider is important, finding the right treatment is important. And so this is a nice little way to figure out, okay, what's going to be the messaging that makes sense? For example, for some people, cognitive processing therapy and just the metaphors just really hit the spot. And for other people, not so much. Right. Can I break in and talk about Life Armor and after yeah. deployment? Yeah. These are more informational. After deployment is a website. It just has a wealth of information about a whole lot of health topics common to the military community. And Life Armor provides some of that same information in a mobile app form. The section on depression is fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's one of those really easy to read websites that is just chock full of information written by experts, but in language that's easy to understand and it's updated yearly and Life Armor reflects the same information. Right. Tell us about Positive Activity Jackpot because you worked on that app. Sure. So what Positive Activity Jackpot does is allow people to find activities, positive activities in their area that they can engage in. And then they go through the process of scheduling that with somebody. So let's say I'm depressed and I haven't gotten out of bed in two weeks. But through this app, what I can do is say, hey, you know what? This week, I'm going to make a point to go have coffee with Joe on Wednesday. And I can schedule that through the app. I can find where I can have that activity. I can reach out to Joe and schedule that. And then it helps reinforce those positive behaviors. Yeah, we know the research on behavioral activation shows that even just thinking about planning events like these increases mood. When you're depressed, you don't want to do anything. And it's almost impossible. It feels impossible to generate ideas for um, positive Mm -hmm. things to do. Yeah, it's a fun one. 
Also, T2 Mood Tracker. We got to mention that one. Oh, yeah. So T2 Mood Tracker is just a wonderful way to track any symptoms. It's called Mood Tracker. So, of course, tracking depression symptoms. But you can also track anxiety symptoms, pain symptoms, triggers for drinking, anything at all. It's really just a tracking shell customizable for anything people want to track. So I want to put in a caveat real quick that... We don't recommend just treatment alone using these apps. I know we said that before. These apps are meant to be used as part of treatment with a provider. But of course, medication plus treatment plus exercise plus mindfulness activities, that's the real solution here. Mm -hmm. If somebody's in immediate danger, please call 911. We also want to provide the number for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, which Mm -hmm. is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And that's 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. So if you or someone you love is thinking about harming themselves, please, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's a great helpline. And of course, you can always press one for someone who's specifically trained in military and veteran issues. Thank you for sharing Next Generation Behavioral Health on social media. We've seen the increase in the numbers of our listeners. We're so happy to see that the message is getting out and that you guys are enjoying this podcast. You're helping us change the face of healthcare to include technology. Thanks for subscribing on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. You can connect with us on Facebook and Twitter at Military Health. Next Generation Behavioral Health is produced by the Defense Health Agency.